Welcome to the Dental Amigos podcast with Dr. Paul Goodman and attorney Rob Montgomery, taking you behind the scenes of the dental business world, all the things you didn't learn in dental school but wish you had. Rob is not a dentist and Paul is not a lawyer, but since Rob is a lawyer, we need to tell you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and shouldn't be considered legal advice. Listening to this podcast does not and will not create an attorney-client relationship. As is always the case, you should formally consult with legal counsel before proceeding with any legal matter. Learn more about The Dental Amigos at www.thedentalamigos.com. And now, here are The Dental Amigos. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob Montgomery. I'm joined, as always, by the head nacho himself, Dr. Paul Goodman. Great to be here, Rob. It's good to see you, Paul. And welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Dental Amigos podcast, the only podcast, as far as we know, co-hosted by a dentist and a lawyer. We are special. We are. We are. As far as our our families, well, I don't really know. Maybe they think we're special. Unique. We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So uh, today, uh, we have a special guest, uh, Mr. Shane Simmons of the Crimson Media Group. I've had the pleasure of meeting Shane a couple of times at some uh, nachos events uh he's yeah, a good me as guy well. he's a great uh, key resource sponsor awesome awesome guy we've had dinner together absolutely and, and does a lot and provides a lot of uh, resources for dentists and uh, uh around the country and shane is the founder and ceo of crimson media who says he wants to transform the way dental practices build relationships in their communities through online marketing the slogan, Helping Dentists Build Freedom in Their Practice, sums up the company mission. Located on the northeast side of Indianapolis, Indiana, this Fishers-based firm is proud to receive many referrals from their clients, which shows the results and trust they've built in the dental community. Fun fact about Shane, he is a two-time Emmy Award winner who embeds storytelling into his clients' marketing. And today we're going to chat with Shane about what dentists can do to stand out in a competitive marketplace today. And so now, without further ado, here's Shane Simmons. Welcome, Amigo, and thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks, guys. It's an absolute pleasure to be on here. As you know, I've listened to the podcast for uh, quite a while now. And so um, it's, it's one of those you know, longtime listener, first-time guest uh, to be on the podcast. So I'm super excited and uh, looking forward to chat about uh, some marketing and how Dennis can you know, start to tr- transform the way that they portray themselves in the community. Nice. Before we get to that useful information, it's important for me to know, Shane, if we were uh, near where you live, where would you go for nachos and what's your favorite topping? Yeah. So, you know, that's a, a great question. So there, there's a few different nacho places uh, around here in the Indianapolis area. And Paul, I've always told you, you know, you need to get out here uh, sometime soon so we can uh, go explore those a little bit, but I would say my favorite place where you can get some authentic homemade nachos is a Mexican joint called Carniceria Guanajuato, and it's uh, it's kind of a just a hole in the wall really, but wonderful people, wonderful food, great nachos, and my favorite topping is jalapenos. That's nice, spicy. I like that. That was a good name for you. You get a name like that where you can't pronounce. It's always authentic. I, I like that. So. <laughs> Hey, and so and both Paul, I think Paul, you've been on Shane's podcast yeah, been on as well. Your podcast as well. It's so, a great podcast. Yeah, and and so it's not in the bio we just read, but Shane also has uh, an excellent uh, podcast, and he gets good guests and uh, some other. We good talk content. about my favorite thing: implants, which are the nachos of the dental world. Teeth right. are the tacos, and that's a big theme that I talk about. I get the feeling we might get into that today yeah, yeah. a little bit I, too. I will. Hey, before we do some some background stuff, so tell us, uh, two-time Emmy Award winner. Uh, tell our listeners, Shane, what uh, what did you win Emmys for? 
Yeah, so it's uh, kind of one of those past life experiences that I get to tell people about. But after I graduated uh, college several years back, I was actually a journalist, um, hence kind of why we've got this like storytelling aspect to the way that we market dental practices because that's you know where my background and where my videographer's background lie. And so we had actually worked for uh, an ABC affiliate out in Illinois. And during that time, uh, we put together special projects. So you think of kind of like the longer form uh, stories that you would see uh, that are, you know, three, five, even 10 minutes long at times. Uh, so we were kind of like special projects reporters and uh, we did a couple of different stories that um, were recognized uh, and, and won a couple of Emmys for those on the same night, which was super cool. And so, you know, that was something that I knew right away when I left that industry and wanted to uh, pursue something that I, that I felt helped people a little bit more. Uh, because, you know, if, if you guys watch the news at all, you, you probably, I mean, right now it's coronavirus, everything. But uh, if you watch the news, you, you can kind of get the sense that it, it, it can be kind of depressing <laughs> at times. Mm -hmm. And so that they don't share a lot. Of, they don't happens. share a lot of wins on the news. Mainly, a lot of good news. Yeah, yeah. They don't share a lot of wins. And if so, it's usually buried at the end of the newscast. There's actually a saying in the news industry, if it bleeds, it leads, uh, which has kind of rubbed me the wrong way after a, a few years. And so, uh, you know, I wanted to transition out of that. And that's when I started learning about marketing and getting into that whole side of it. And uh, I knew that you know, I have something unique here when it comes to this background and, and long form and short form storytelling that you know, we could really help uh, business owners and specifically dentists when it when I narrowed it down uh, to really share their story, share their patient stories and have that same impact that, you know, some of these longer form stories that would raise awareness uh, had in the community, but do it on the dental side. Uh, because as you guys know, working in the you know, field every single day, dentists uh, sometimes have a, a bad rap when it comes to nobody wants to really see you because a lot of people are afraid of you uh, and, and don't necessarily want to go to the dentist, but we can share those wins. And it's not all about oh, you need this done, you need this done, you need this done. It's like, no, look at how you know, so-and-so's confidence changed. Look at how we've created a great experience for someone who was always fearful of going to the, to the dentist. And so that's kind of the background of where I'm coming from and what I'm bringing to uh, the dental industry, which I think is an absolutely wonderful industry that has a lot of beauty in it that just isn't highlighted on a regular basis. Yeah, that's really cool. And, and that's really that you differentiate yourself from your from your peers in the dental marketing space, I think, by doing that. And I'm glad to hear that, especially since you're in the dental world, you've gotten away from if it bleeds, it leads. That yes, would be a exactly. bad that would be a bad philosophy to to impute into a uh, into <laughs> right, a dental exactly. practice I like marketing. That. That's a good joke. Right? Right? Beyond period disease. That's it. <laughs> that's you know, period disease at 11 a.m., something we never solve. We never solve it. We just keep scaling at it until you need your teeth replaced with implants, you know. Hey, but, you know, if you can, though, Shane, tell our listeners a little more specifically how how you do that like some examples of storytelling because i think it's really cool and it's impactful uh, i'd like for people to, to learn a little bit more about what your your angle is in that regard yeah so it all comes down to when we work with the practice you know we really want to sit down and get to know them get to know their team and get to know their their patient base too and what is it every i don't care who you are or where you practice you have something unique in your practice. You, you have it there. You may not know it, and it takes some digging a lot of times and a lot of questions and 
probably even some annoyance uh, on our behalf to the to the dentist or to the team. But we have to dig and find out what is that unique uh, selling proposition, if you will, in the practice. And so a lot of what we're doing at the very beginning is the discovery phase where we're asking questions, we're having Zoom calls and, and just trying to figure out what that is. Once we have kind of figured that out and we figured out you know, whether it's just the, the, the family-like atmosphere or maybe it's a unique uh, story about how the practice was formed and created, whatever the case is, you know, that's when we really want to start uh, the documentation process and creating that brand in the community. And so there's a couple of things we do. One is we actually come in and do, you know, like a custom video where we're telling the story of the practice, of the patients that come there and, and how, you know, their experiences have been, but not just saying, oh, it was a great you know, experience. I re highly recommend. It's like, no, we really dig into each person's story and talk about kind of their befores, they're during, you know, when they were meeting up, especially with like uh, implant procedures and that sort of thing, like going through that process. And then finally afterwards and how it's changed each individual's life and then tying that all back in to what the practice's mission is, goals and interviewing the doctors, et cetera. But we usually create one of these uh, videos that are about a minute and a half, two minutes long. Think of them like as a movie trailer for your dental practice. If somebody's researching and trying to figure out if they want to come schedule an appointment, how are you going to uh, you know, show them that you're unique and visually show them that as well? And so that's part of what that video does. The second thing that we do- Let me just stop you there for a second then, Shane. With those yeah. videos, uh, this, the 90 to 120 second clip, uh, the trailer of the practice, what do you use that for and how is that part of the, the website or do you use it in other marketing? What do you then do with that, with that, uh, with that segment? Yeah, so both. So it would go, you know, front and center on the website first and foremost because and we'll get into this as well, but we have kind of a holistic approach when it comes to digital marketing for your dental practice and, and we call it omnipresence marketing. But you know, as you're becoming more visual in the search engines and people are researching and they're usually looking at three to four different, you know, websites or different practices that maybe their friends have or families referred them to, and then they're also doing a Google review search to see who's got reviews and all of this. We want to make sure that that video is front and center on your website so that way they can see it, they can watch it. And if they watch the video, the chances of them actually converting into becoming a patient is about 50% higher than if you did not have that video on your website. And that's data that we've been collecting, you know, over the last several years when we've been doing that. So that's the first place it would go. But we also repurpose that content into your social media feeds. So a perfect example of this would be actually just last week, we did a video at a practice where uh, the doc was wanting to basically show the process of, you know, crowns in, in a day using, you know, Sarek in his office and, and the benefit to uh, the patient base. So where his, his practice is located, it's a lot of younger, uh, you know, working professionals and, uh, you know, people who are, uh, you know, commuting oftentimes uh, 40 minutes to an hour downtown. So the really tight schedules in a nice kind of affluent area. And so he wanted to you know, show that, that the convenience factor. So basically what we did is we went in and, and in addition to the regular video that I was just explaining that we shot about kind of telling the story, we also did a, a video where we documented a patient coming in. It was like one o'clock PM and we showed the time there on the, on the video. 
went through the whole process, just, of course, cutting and editing, summing different sections up where from the time they got seated to the time that the doctor came and saw them before, you know, the time they started to uh, use the CEREC, mill the crown, everything. And then at the very end, we showed that it was 3 p.m. The, the patient had two crowns done, and we kind of summarized everything and said, hey, you know, in two hours, you can come in, get your crowns same day, be out and back, you know, at work or whatever the case is. And so we're using the, these main videos as kind of a way to portray it on the website to try to get people to come into the office, et cetera. We then use it in our social media, but then we also take snippets from that and create other videos that can be distributed and used in Facebook ads, like that video we just filmed where we're talking about the crown in a day. Like that's a, that's a Facebook You, you sound like now. you're embracing like Shane, one of my favorite people, uh, Gary V. He seems to do the same thing with his content and his, I got one of his um, social media you know, guides and just talks about taking the same content that you do once and using it in so many different platforms. It sounds like for a dentist, that's really powerful. Exactly. Because, you know, the thing is, is when you post that, you know, if you post a piece of social media content or whatever the case is, you know, you, you think, okay, well, we posted it, so we can't post it again. Well, the truth of the matter is probably less than 10% of the people who follow you actually saw that post. So you're, you're missing out about 90% of your audience who are never going to see. I totally agree. And so we're really big on that where it's, you know, retarget people on social media with existing content that you have just to stay in front of them, stay omnipresent, you know, send it out. And I saw this in, in the Dental Nachos group yesterday, Paul, where you're talking about how often do people uh, email their patient base? Oh, we yeah. I want to bring that up with Rob. So, so, I mean, that was too. just a perfect example of how our, our podcast guests can do so much. We're trying to use this podcast as all the things you didn't learn in dental school, but should have, and being purposeful, Rob Ward. So we had Tom Camarota, an awesome sponsor in the dental stores. So I, I actually finally got around. I, I, I don't know. I, I send a daily email to my nacho world. And, you know, some people lo love that and read it. Other people won't subscribe. That's okay with me. So I said, I'm going to do this with my patient base. And we're going to just share that we have the dental stores with our patients. And we got 65 patients to engage and click and look at the dental stores cool. from one. Fr we have the free version of MailChimp for office. So if you're listening out there, there's actually so many tools that are free to get started. And you know, I was saying that. And what's interesting, Shane, uh, you've heard me use the term TSD, right? That's so dentist. Mm -hmm. That is the ability to see the negative in an overwhelmingly positive situation. That is dentist. Because someone said, I get emails from my vet. This is a dentist. I get emails from my vet. I don't want to contribute to the spam. So I said to him, if you get emails from your vet, and you don't like them. Why don't you just unsubscribe? Because some people like the thing, like the emails from the vet. So I see that as hundreds of people open an email, 65 people clicked on it. They now know that we have the dental stores. And if 10 unsubscribe, no big deal. That doesn't bother me. So I think you're so right in that my own nacho team, same way. We we to get dentists to an event is like pulling up impacted wisdom tooth, use a dental, a dental term, right? So I have to put this in front of people over and over again to create awareness. And the other thing I was gonna say, Shane. And it's whether it's dental nachos, a Facebook group, or your dental practice, which I share with my nacho team and my dental team, we're also getting new followers and new patients all the time who've never seen this content. Right, absolutely. And, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, when I narrow it down from the you know the Facebook ads or Instagram ads that you're running or Google ads or search engine, whatever the case is, you just wanna be omnipresent. You need to think of your practice as a business in the sense of the marketing goes. So 
you know, what are big brands doing? And the big brands that you recognize, they're always staying in front of you, whether it's a simple 10 second message, whether it's a, a billboard, whatever the case is, they're always staying in front of the consumer. And that's where the real opportunity for dental practices is. It's, it's staying in front and being able to tell a story, share unique content with your audience in a way that 99.9% of dental practices don't do because of the very reason that you mentioned. They're, they One, they weren't taught that. And two, it's just sometimes not in the way that they think. They don't think of doing that, but it, it's a huge opportunity for those that do. And, and, and the thing that you know gets me is someone will be like, well, I want to see a 500% return on my investment after 30 days on you know, this strategy. Well, that's not how this works. Yes, sometimes you will get that, but you have to be thinking long-term, six months, 12 months, 18 months. What impact does that have when you're constantly communicating with your existing patient base and those who maybe aren't your existing patient base, but by God, when they need a dentist and you they're seeing your content all over the internet and giving helpful tips, helpful advice, they're getting emails from you, Who's the first person they're going to think of when they do need that implant or when they do it's need that great, crown, great whatever point. the case You said be. something there, Shane, and I think we all can relate. And Rob, you know, he's here. I'm, I'm, his, I'm the only client that comes to the office. He's very lucky. I'm here, I'm here in the office with him. But, uh, you know, it's like you just said something that I think is just valuable for us to dig into as business owners and dentists. So you said you sometimes get people that say they want a 500% return. To me, that's not really the right person to even work with because that's like someone coming to me with bone shrinkage and multiple cavities saying they want their teeth to look better in three weeks for their daughter's wedding. It's not possible. Or Rob, you know, them saying, I need my asset purchase agreement done in three weeks. It takes Rob a day just to get his quill pen out. That's a full day of day work. So <laughs> I'm just that's saying true. That's that true. it takes some seasoning, some medium age dentist stuff, you know, or, or medium age lawyer stuff to know that that request from a new client is not even a good one to get started with because their expectations are unreasonable. And many dentists get into scenarios where they wish they hadn't gone down this road with patients because once you're halfway through it, that's a problem because they're basically saying up front, I have really unrealistic expectations so they're never good people to work with. Yeah, you're, you're suggesting, Paul, that might be a good idea to turn away somebody that's expecting a miracle. Yeah, right, right? exactly. Because it, chances are you're not gonna be able to deliver yeah, that, right? It, it, no, and that's what Absolutely. you said there, Shane. And that's I, I feel for marketers, Shane, because your client base, the dentist, can be wonderful, but it also can just be so uh, uneducated or unaware of how marketing even works. And it's tough to just get them oriented into what to expect. And they expect a lot of times too much. But what's interesting is not investing in your marketing, whether it's Shane Simmons or another way, is what leads their practice to not experience growth or even decline. You know, what's, what's interesting to me is people don't think about this. You can give yourself credit for not declining sometimes too, because sometimes in a competitive marketplace as a dentist, maintaining what you're doing with your own production is difficult to do. So I just don't think dentists, I'm glad we're having this conversation, especially about the implant world, because they don't, none of this is reviewed in dental school. And it's really the, the secret nacho sauce to being successful. And the people who embrace that, Paul, you know, they're going to be the ones who are going to you know, be successful. Perfect example is you know, a, a doctor that we work with who's really embraced this it says, you know, I want to be unique. I want to be, you know, putting out, you know, content regularly. Even if we are repurposing that content, I want to stay, you know, in front of our existing patients. And he's investing, you know, he's at the top of Google working with us. You know, he's running Google ads. He's running Facebook ads. 
And, you know, he started out his practice a couple of years ago when we were working together, you know, he's seen like 12 new patients a month. And he's like, listen, you know, I, I want to grow. Now he's consistently seeing over 40 new patients. And he says 70% of those come from the online marketing efforts or reference, you know, that, hey, I saw you on you know Facebook and, you know, you were talking about this and I'm interested in, you know, clear aligner therapy or whatever the case is. And he's really embraced that and took of the long-term approach. And now he's reaping the rewards. But again, as you had said, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, there's trust there that has to be built same way that, you know, if, if you're going to hire a, a new vendor or have a new partnership, you know, it takes time for you to learn about that person, trust that person before you move forward a lot of times. And it's the same thing in, in your dental practice. And think about it. A lot of people, unfortunately, have had a bad experience at the dentist where it could have just been a communication issue where the dentist may have done nothing wrong, but the patient didn't fully understand, you know, the treatment plan or whatever the case is. So there is, you know, in as many ways, the, the cards are stacked against you a little bit at the beginning, but you can absolutely turn that around and start building rapport, building trust in your community. And once you start doing that, that compounds over time. And I'm telling you, you will see results that you can't even believe because of the trust and the name that you build in the community that just others aren't. I mean, in, in that sense, a lot of people look at dentistry and dental marketing as a red ocean. I look at it as a blue ocean because everybody's marketing the same way, using the same stock photography and the same you know, stock images, et cetera. But there's this whole other path that dentists aren't taking, that our clients are taking, and they're reaping the rewards from that. And so that's what I tell people is think differently, think originally, and you have a blue ocean out there waiting for you. I think it's really, really powerful stuff, Shane. And we had Jerry Jones on the show not too long ago. And the you know, you're, guy? yeah, exactly. And, and our <laughs> producer, Dan Marino, they had a great conversation. 105 million to Dak. Can I have a million, Jerry, please? <laughs> uh, but he uh, he talked about you're using the word unique, but he used the word differentiate, you know, and it's, you guys are really talking about the same thing here, that it's important to figure out what you're about when you're delivering this content and, and what makes your practice different. And that's sort of one aspect, I think, of, of being unique and differentiating. And I think the other one is just doing from a marketing standpoint, doing things that other dentists aren't doing. And I think our listeners need to know that the world of marketing and advertising has changed and what used to be okay just to put up uh, a website with pictures and a couple of articles about uh, procedures or something to do with their dental treatment was sufficient you could say okay I, i've checked that box but video has become just crucial to, to the equation. And I, you know, Shane, I'm sure you can tell our listeners some stats as to how crucial that is in today's marketing world. But it's really, if you're not doing video right now and the type of video that Shane's talking about, you're behind the times. For sure. From a marketing and, and also, standpoint. you know, and I've, I've had been lucky enough, Shane, I, I've always been, I was just, I was actually just saying this the other day. So people are familiar. I, I love speaking. It's my favorite thing to do. I've done it for 15 years and uh, I've gotten training on it. I practice it. And, it, you know, I, I feel like I'm very comfortable doing it. But doing video is a totally different skill because there's no people in front of you. And it's taken me a while to practice this. I've had some coaches. So I would just encourage Dennis out there to 
and you know, you see me doing this. I take videos daily in my office of me, of patients. I get the HIPAA consent form, all of those things, because you actually just have to be practicing this muscles, just like your muscles, this, just like when people started emailing. So how you communicate through video, that's a whole skill set in and of itself. And I'm assuming, Shane, you sometimes have to drag the dentist in front of the camera. Is that, is that accurate? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, like you bring up a good point. It's, it's uncomfortable for people who don't do it regularly. And, and that is, you know, it takes a little bit of coaching in a sense uh, to get that happen. But we've seen the most introverted, you know, people come out and really, you know, practice it and, and get it down. Uh, but it just takes doing. And, and the great thing about it that a lot of people are, you know, self-conscious say, well, what if I don't you know, say something and I stutter my words or whatever the case is? Well, there's a time and a place for that raw type video. So a perfect example is, you know, now the videos that we come in and, and produce, you know, those, you know, we'll, we'll redo the lines and things until we get like a smooth sentence out. But the type that you're just like posting, you know, to your social media, you know, every single week or the type that you can even put like a, you know, a referral page on your website where it has testimonials from, you know, just tons and tons of testimonials from patients. And you could put a video on there. I think if you had 20 little cell phone video testimonials on your website, just one full page dedicated to it and said, just listen to our patients for yourself. Think about all of those videos that people would see and they're, they're not highly produced. So they know people are kind of speaking from the heart. That goes a long way. Same thing goes with, you know, the doctor. If you want to make a, a quick little video talking about, you know, a, a unique, uh, you know, procedure you're doing or, you know, the results that you've gotten this person and, and how they're now so you know, comfortable to smile, whatever the case is, people like in those social media type videos for it to be raw, for there maybe to be some, you know, stuttering and because it's real and it, it doesn't feel. Oh, totally. And we just talked about this at the boost them. camp. Uh, and uh, I have a question, Shane. Just so I really am trying to do better with captioning because I notice myself how much when I'm walking around, I'm waiting in line at Starbucks or I'm doing stuff. I'll be watching an Instagram video, but I won't wa I won't watch it if it's not captioned. What tools do you use for captioning those quick cell phone videos? Yeah. So there's an auto capturing app. Um, shoot. And now I don't have the name of it in front of me that we were using there for a long time. Now we have uh, a videographer who's basically you know, putting those captions in for us. So I'll have to, we can get with that afterwards and we can put it. I mean, it's a good tool for Rob too. Like that, that's what I've been trying to do more of. Cause if you, if you catch yourself, you really love a caption video. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you said, Hey, these are the, even when we did stuff for our podcast, you've done this, you know, if, if people can read along like your patients, because people are looking at their phones at all times in times where it's not appropriate to have volume on, but it could, it could read. I actually uh, watched a whole uh, comedy skit about an 80 year old woman at the gym going up to uh, bodybuilders and making fun of them. It was fairly hilarious, but I was watching it after Mrs. Nacho <laughs> fell asleep and I was laughing like a crazy person just because it was oh, captioned. Yeah. That was just a good example of I would not have consumed that video without being captioned. I mean, we have to do that for our podcast. Yeah, that's, I, I, I so write I, that down, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll put yeah, Kevin put on the list. Mixed captions is a is a is a pretty good one for an app that you can download. Mixed caption, the one, yeah, that we've used. And then another. Now, this isn't necessarily for captions, but another app that we highly, highly recommend and we use a lot is called InShot. I N Shot. And basically, with it, what you can do is you can put like banners above the video. So, like, think of those videos that you see where there's like like a white banner on the top and bottom of it. And it says, you know, um, 
check out this new patient smile, you know, and it, it's up above, like the text is above the video itself in these little like banners. It's hard to kind of describe, but basically what it does is it draws attention, you know, to, to the person like who's scrolling through and they see these big font letters above this video and it really draws them in. And we're noticing like a lot of attention, like a lot of ads and things that we run for our clients. We'll put these little the banner text above them in this InShot app, which is free to use. And we're getting a much higher click-through rate. We're getting much higher conversions. And you know, many of our clients who are running this, we're getting you know new patients you know in the door for thirty or forty bucks uh, on in ad spend. So you know, it's been really helpful in using uh, that that app. So InShot is what that's called. Thanks. And Shane, I want to make sure we get to this topic because I know. Everyone assumes that you have a one-on-one personal relationship with Google. So give us a Shane summary of just uh, Google search, uh, just some comments on that for us to be aware of as dentists or business owners or even consumers. So Google search is still, and I'm glad you brought that up, is, is the number one way that we recommend you know, dentists going after, you know, prospective new patients outside of, you know, internal referrals, referrals and that sort of thing. So uh, basically what think of Google as the foundation to everything you are going to build on your marketing. So to give an, an example of you know, what makes a website rank in Google, because I get this question all the time. And there's a common misconception out there that if I have the most Google reviews, I automatically should rank, you know, number one or number two. And the truth of the matter is, is Google reviews are really important and they are a slither of the pie, so to speak, and what counts to you ranking your website for dentist near me or top dentist in, you know, uh, Philly or whatever the case is, Southampton. And so really that's a small slither of getting Google reviews. So I highly recommend have a system in place where you can get Google reviews regularly, one. Two, though, and this is the most important, two and three, is the website itself has to be optimized for Google. It has to have that foundation before you can start you know, sending reviews and all these different things and start getting results. So having a solid foundation means, yes, you know, there are things like keywords that need to be throughout the website, but more so it's making sure that the site is loading quickly for the user because Google is all about user experience. And if your website loads slowly, that user is most likely to exit off of the website and go somewhere else. So you will get penalized for that. And the second thing is making sure that everything on your site is actually labeled for Google to see. So for example, pictures on your website, there's something called alt text that each image on your website should have that basically describes what the image is. So if there's a picture of, you know, Paul and a patient, the alt text on your website should see Dr. Paul Goodman, you know, sitting next to a patient. And that's so that the search engines can read that. The more that that is happening, the more optimized your site is going to be and the more likely you are to rank. But the third and final factor in in ranking your website, and this is where 90% of practices who have done SEO before, this is why they haven't gotten the results, is you have to have powerful and authoritative links pointing to your website. So you can think of Google as a popularity contest. The more people that are talking about your website is, is going to be rewarded. So your website that's being talked about by you know, 50 to 100 people versus the website that's being talked about by 10 people, 
you know, Google's going to reward the one getting the most attention. So what that means is, you know, having links that are pointing to your site for, for example, you know, there's a number of different, you know, blogs and, and, and uh, guest posting, you know, places out there where you can reach out and try to get uh, your, your, your site listed there. Uh, but a perfect example is, you know, we have some relationships with some guest posters and we'll say, hey, you know, we have, you know, Dr. Goodman and Dr. Goodman, you know, does a lot of implant work. And there's a really neat article idea we have on, you know, the five benefits of dental implants. And so would you, you know, mind referencing, you know, Dr. Goodman's website in this post? And so in that, that article somewhere, they may say something like, according to, you know, your practice, or they may say, according to this, you know, dentist, comma, dental implants are, you know, a great solution. Here are five ways that you can benefit from them. And somewhere that it may say, you know, dental implants in, you know, downtown Philly or, you know, dental implants uh, near me or whatever, uh, that may be a link that points to your website. And so you get some of those, you get some from sites like Yellow Pages, Yelp, you know, those listing type sites. You start getting a mix of those all of a sudden, Google sees that you have a, a well-optimized site, you have reviews that are coming in regularly, and your website's being talked about and mentioned by other websites that have high authority in the eyes of the search engine. That's when you will start seeing the results for uh, coming up in the, in the top of the search results for dentist near me, whatever the search term is. Really good. As we uh, wrap up, Shane, I want to get Rob and I do a lot with transitions. And I was thinking this while you're saying all this. So Rob does startups and acquisitions. I do acquisitions. Acquisitions are definitely better. 100% studies show that. No, just joking. Uh, but <laughs> think of this as from the shape. Leave us with this good system. Like you bought a practice. They don't even have a website or they have a website they made themselves. Or you're starting up a practice. Dr. Nacho's House of Dentistry. I love that name. What is just a good framework to get started in the right direction, you know, and you can share how someone would work with you. That's totally cool. You know, of what you would build for them. Cause it can be overwhelming whether you're buying your first practice, your 15th practice. And you say, I want to get my website started in the right direction with marketing. Yeah. So first thing would be, you know, we, you would need to, if it was us, for example, we would want to take a look at it and say, okay, is this, you know, website. So let's pretend know, we don't have a website. Scratch. Let's say there's no website. Okay, no website. So we would look and say, okay, where's your practice located? Who is your target audience? And what is the, the type of practice that you're wanting to build here? Those are going to be you know, kind of the three questions right off the bat we would find out. From there, we would build your uh, practice website. Uh, and this is some good information for people. We actually like to build sites on a, a system that's called Webflow. And so basically, you know, it's kind of like WordPress, except it doesn't have all the plugins uh, and updates that you have to do like WordPress does. And it's a little bit more customizable and, and our opinion, more friendly for the Google search. So we would say, you know, we're going to build your website on this Webflow platform. And, you know, we would basically send out a list of, of questions to the client on, you know, the, again, the type of practice they're wanting to build, type of services they're going to offer, et cetera, et cetera. And then from there to really start, you know, once it's built and we, and we built that website out on this Webflow platform that we typically use, we would then say, okay, we need to start uh, just getting attention to the site. So we're going to start, you know, building, you know, your website out on hundreds of different directories across the internet. So that way, 
all of those directory listings will match up and they'll con- it'll basically confirm with Google that, hey, this is a legitimate business, this is a legitimate website. And that will help a lot right off the very beginning is just getting your site built across these uh, variety of listings. One really quick important thing to say about that is somebody's doing that on their own, um, you have to make sure that it matches up exactly to whatever, like your Google My Business. So, you know, if you go through and you want to create a Google My Business page for your practice, well, however your address is listed on there, your phone number, et cetera, all of that needs to match up exactly with how you build these, you know, Yelp listings, yellow page listings, et cetera. If you have street abbreviated ST, that needs to be abbreviated on all of those other directory sites. Otherwise, you will get penalized for, you know, having uh, inconsistent listings, even if it's the same you know, listing, but it has street instead of ST. So just quick note there. Um, so we would build out, you know, all these different directories. And then right away, we would start telling people, you know, document, document right away. If it's a startup practice and, and it's being built, start documenting that, that process, take pictures, do videos, do video walkthroughs. If you're purchasing a practice, once the purchase uh, agreement's gone through, start documenting saying, hey, this is my new practice. You know, I can't wait to serve the, the community, et cetera, et cetera. We can start using Facebook ads to start getting attention and basically get a list of people who will, you know, kind of RSVP to the practice before you even take over and start scheduling an appointment. While at the same time, we're building these listings out on the search engines. We're starting to get the website moving in the right direction. So at the end of the day, you can start driving more people to your website because you rank at the top search results. And the more people that you get to your website, the more people we can retarget on social media, on some other different platforms, and where we just stay in front of and stay, and here's the key word, omnipresent in front of your patients and, and just build this relationships over time. And I promise if you take that approach, if you invest in that system, we've seen it time and time again, you will grow your practice and you will be very happy with it because you're going to have a system in place that doesn't solely rely on internal referrals. You'll essentially have a faucet of new patients coming in from an online lead generation service based off of your presence uh, over time compounding. And, and that's how you'll, you'll get patients in at the end of the day. Uh, it's a longer term strategy, but it's going to bring the right type of patient in your office. Awesome. That's a really great, great format. It's critical for startups and acquisitions. Yeah. And so, uh, Shane, uh, some great stuff here for our listeners. If people want to learn more about Crimson Media or you, uh, how can they do that? Yeah, they can go to our website, crimsonmediagroup.com. Uh, and there they can you know, see it, learn a little bit more about us and also you know, reach out um, if they have any questions. Also, our email is info at crimsonmediagroup.com. And uh, for all of our dental uh, amigos you know listeners out there uh, if you reach out to us and and want a you know free marketing analysis uh online marketing analysis for your practice reach out mention the dental amigos podcast and and we'll hook you up and and go through an in-depth analysis for you to hopefully be able to to kind of help you out there and 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 that's absolutely free awesome that's really really, really, really good offer shane thanks so much Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's good to turn the mic on Shane for, yeah, yeah. for a change. A lot right? of great value share there. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Shane. Thank you. 
Some real good uh, content there from Shane Simmons, huh? Yeah, it, I mean, this is the stuff that is positive and fun. And, you know, I've seen Dennis talk more about their and have more videos on their civil re and more enactment team than their dental office, which is, you know, to me, you know, it's great that you love those things or scrapbooking, you know, but, uh, you know, do this to your dental office. This is what you've built. And, and, yeah. and uh, you know, you become desensitized. I was just at my dental office yesterday doing full contact arts and crafts, sweating. And I know what happens. You're there. You're off to the races, just like, you know, but mm-hmm. you got to sometimes just take a step back and say, I'm going to do one video a week and I'm going to engage right. with someone to help me. Yeah. Just, just build it into the schedule because it's, you can't overlook this stuff. And I think, as I said, when we were talking to Shane, it's important for people to realize now that video is the content that you need, you know, and it's not okay anymore to have static photos or God forbid, text on your yeah. website. Nobody's reading that stuff. Nobody's looking at the pictures. They want video. It is, that's the contemporary thing. And that's what you need to be doing if you're going to keep up. In yeah, the, and I'm in not here, here to brag. We could invite my grandmother if we need that, but uh, about me, but I've made a 90 second video about an implant case that I know that if I package properly and promote properly can bring in millions of dollars of production over my career. And maybe it's 20 years because there's so many people that need this service. Right. And I'm showing the patient who looks like them getting that service. And if that's put in front of people, they're going to say, oh, I wanted to have this done. And that's the fun part of being a dentist. Right. Yeah. And, and people, that's the format that people wanted. Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. And, and uh, it's not an exaggeration. It's really with, with just a little bit of strategy and a purposeful approach, you can have that kind of impact. Oh, sure. And the other thing, too, that I just want to circle back on is, uh, you know, Shane talking about what Jerry Jones talked about, yeah. too, which is, you know, figuring out what your practice is all about. It's the same thing with Jamie Amos, you know, what is the vision of your practice? And this is an exercise that just keeps coming back in different ways. You have to know what that is before you can go off and start doing this this marketing. You know, what you want to be, who you want to attract. And that in and of itself is an important exercise just to, to develop your practice and stay focused on what you need to do. But again, once you figure that out and what makes you different, that's an important thing because trying to do what everybody else is doing and try to offer the same thing as everybody else is doing is just going to leave you in the conga line. And it's also going to leave you uh, disheartened because you don't like to do it. So it's yeah. like, you know, if, I, if people say, I want to do cosmetic dentistry, that's not what I particularly like. This guy like Dr. Todd Fleischman guess is amazing at that. He would love to have more patients like that. I wouldn't. And that's both are okay. I like yeah. to have more patients. You know, I think it's just a great opportunity to grow your business in a way that it fits your your mindset as well as your practices and makes it more fun for you yeah yeah absolutely and uh so thanks paul and uh to our listeners i think we've talked about this before but if you go to the dental amigos website there's a button there where you can submit a question submit a question to us and we'll read your question on the air and uh if anybody has any uh, suggestions or topics or things they want to hear about and want us to discuss or guests, you, uh, we welcome that too. One episode is going to be re- me relaying all my favorite nacho topics, toppings like uh, Forrest Nacho Gump. So <laughs> thanks, Rob. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to another great podcast with the Dental Amigos. And don't forget to tune in next time to have the dental business demystified. If you're looking for more information about today's podcast, you can find it on the dentalamigos.com. If you're looking for Paul, you can find Paul at drpaulgoodman.com. And if you're looking for Rob, you can find him at yourdentallawyer.com. This podcast has been sponsored by Orange Line Media Group, helping dentists and other professionals create content people love. Find out how we can help you take your business to the next level at www.orangelinemg.com. 
Till next time.